Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Super excited today to be interviewing nationally known blogger Holly Homer of hollyhomer.com and kidsactivitiesblog.com. Holly is one of the highest-earning mom bloggers that runs a kid activities blog. With over 2 million unique followers on Facebook, the Kid Activities blog accounts for the majority of her income to date. It provides fun things to do with kid, for kids and resources for parents. She makes money from advertising, sponsored content, ambassadorships, and affiliate sales, and we are going to dive into all of that. Holly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? <laughs> By accident, actually. Um, it was about 10 years ago, and I have no ability to do anything technical. Um, I couldn't even, like, find my email. <laughs> my husband would do that for me. But um, one of my friends said, um, I want you to start a blog because we had been emailing back and forth. And she's like, I've been emailing with someone else Um so if we if we had these things called blogs, we'd be able to like read each other's blog and we wouldn't have to email it directly to each other. I was like, oh, okay, you know, just tell me what to do. So she sent me over to Blogspot and I started a, a blog called June Cleaver Nirvana. And um, within a few weeks, I realized, oh, this is kind of cool. I had been doing a lot of scrapbooking, and um, but then with scrapbooking, I had to make several versions so I could send it to you know the grandparents and that kind of thing. And I realized, oh, my goodness, I can put all these pictures and all these stories on this blog, and then everybody, it'll save me a lot of money. <laughs> so anyway, that's how I got started. And the funny thing is, I had no idea what a blog was or that anyone else did it when, when I started. Um, and it took about three weeks for me to get my first comment. And then I realized, you know, I kind of followed that rabbit trail of the links and realized that other people were doing this too <laughs> and, and just fell in love with the community. That is absolutely incredible. So when um, when you started it, how long did it take before? I mean, the kids, what prompted the Kids Activities blog? So um, Kids Activities blog is actually a, um, a blog that I purchased about six years ago. Uh, it was originally branded as Quirky Mama, 
Um, and I, I, it was, I, at that point I had been blogging for about four years and I had already like bought and sold some web, websites and, and seen the kind of the, the promise of what was to come, you know, like this isn't all, this isn't just a hobby anymore. This actually could make some money someday. So one of, um, one of, uh, I ran a, 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 um, a site called DFW bloggers. I'm in the Dallas area. And just to, just to find other bloggers. Cause you have to remember early in blogging, most people wrote anonymously, you know, we were like super scared of the internet. <laughs> and so like, I wanted to figure out who was, who was, who was out there. And so I started DSW bloggers and through that I had met a lot of local bloggers and one of them, I had started this site called Quirky Mama and she needed to sell the site. And I said, I'll, you know, without even thinking, I'll buy the site because I thought what she was doing was really cool. It was, you know, just unique things to do with your kids, super simple stuff. And it made sense to me that that was something that, that could get a lot bigger. Absolutely. And how did you rebrand it as Kids Activities? How did you decide to do that? How did you start growing it? Yeah, so at, when I bought it, it was um, getting about 60,000 page views per month, which at that time was a which pretty, is still pretty good amount. Yeah, exactly. And um, one of my other – the funny thing is I had just sold a site that was about that same size, so I had done the research. And, you know, the research entails, you know, like, you know, Googling how much is my website worth and then, like, taking the, you know, the top 20 answers and, and like, averaging them. <laughs> You know, super scientific. Um, but, you know, so I had, I had an idea of what it was worth, and um, so I offered her that. And then what ended up happening is the quirky mama was spelled, mama was spelled M-O-M-M-A. And I just didn't want to have to spend my whole life saying mama, M-O-M-M-A. I wanted something that people knew how to spell. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I had been doing a lot of, you know, SEO research and stuff, and at that time, it, I, it occurred to me that it might be really good to have kids' activities in the URL just so Google could find me. And how did you – I mean, 2 million unique followers. How did you grow? So um, the funny thing is, is my Facebook page is still quirky, Mama, <laughs> because um, I'm like, like, do not do what I did kind of branding person. Um, you know, I just got busy – at that time, it was not easy to change a Facebook name. Um, we, I had about 13,000 fans uh, at that point. And uh, actually, the girl that I bought the website from, her name is Rachel Miller, and she and I um, collaborated on a book that was going to come out um, in the spring of about two, two, about two and a half years ago. And so um, about six months before the book was going to be released, uh, the, the Quirky Mama Facebook page had 13,000 followers, and, and our book publisher had said, hey, if you could get that up, like, that would really help book sales. And so um, Rachel said, well, let's get it up, and this was about October, and she said, let's get that up to 50,000 by Christmas. And I just started laughing at her, and I was like, oh, okay, let's go get 50,000 <laughs> Facebook fans by Christmas. Um, but like, you know, I love, I loved her optimism and, you know, I thought like, well, you know, what do we have to lose? And so we just basically threw everything out, um, that we had ever learned about Facebook. And, um, I treated it like Pinterest <laughs> because at that time I was having a lot of success on Pinterest and I realized it didn't matter 
how like your fans don't care how much you post as long as as long as it's amazing. And so um, we started just posting more often. Um, we started. I started looking at the analytics every single post. I knew exactly how many people it had reached, you know, and what my my people liked and what my people didn't. Um, it's an incredible amount of information that Facebook just hands over to you. And if you keep doing what's working and stop doing what's not, um, it can lead you to that. And what happened is uh, in one year and four days, we grew by um, one million organic fans. And um, we're now, uh, the Quirky Mama now has over three million Facebook fans. That is absolutely incredible. So you didn't spend half a million dollars on likes to get the <laughs> three million fans. I, no, um, it, I, I, it was a, my mission to be able to say that I, I grew it by a million organically in a year, and I, it took me a year and four days. So, um, <laughs> But I wanted to be able to say that because I knew how important that was at that time period because this is not five years ago when Facebook was smiling, like, you know, when the algorithm was really – this was two and a half years ago. I mean, I gained a million fans last year with – the algorithm the way it is right now so i understand like how like people are upset and, and frustrated with facebook like i get that more than more than probably anyone else in the world but it is possible it's just there's more blockades put in your way and you have to be more creative to stand out absolutely now when did you start monetizing so i've been um i've monetized pretty early uh, even before Kids Activities blog uh, started growing, uh, and the and that's because even with June Cleaver Nirvana, even though I only I think at the peak and you know like as at the peak of an average, I would say I got between ten and fifteen um, thousand page views a month. I still my voice was still sought after because I was one of the original mom blogs. And at that point, nobody even knew what a mom blog was. You know, they just knew, you know, here's somebody who's telling a positive story about family. Um, I never, I mean, like, I'm as controversial as toast. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, sponsors, you know, want to see their products there because I wouldn't, you know, I would only, you know, choose things to work, you know, choose companies to work with that were uplifting and amazing and, and fit into my story because that's my story. And um, so even in those early days, uh, I saw the potential and I started making, you know, $100 for a sponsored post, which, you know, I was like, all of a sudden this hobby is paying for itself or, you know, maybe, you know, maybe $50 worth of product and $50, you know, $50 in a check. And so those, like, it was really, I was one of the early, you know, kind of um, trailblazers for sponsored content and what that looked like. And what I loved about that is, is when I, I noticed about a year later, when I went back and pulled my favorite posts that I had ever written, I realized that eight out of the 10 that I pulled that were my very, very favorite posts that I'd ever written were sponsored content, which goes to show that like, you sponsor content can actually add add value to a blog because you spend more time on it because you're allowed that luxury because you're being paid. Absolutely, that is incredible. What do you like best about your business? Uh, I love the be like I'm sitting on a park bench um, next to a lake, 
at two o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) and we're working, you know, that's what I love about my job is it's so flexible. It's so like what, what I, I'm here because I want to be here. I'm doing what I want to do. And, um, and it's just changed my family's life. Like my husband um, quit his job last spring to join um, our company. And um, so we just have like crazy amounts of flexibility as far as what today looks like, what tomorrow looks like and what we want to do together. That is beautiful. Other than your friend telling you, you should write a blog. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I think it's, I think back, um, to, I have a, a, one of my mentors is, um, Lori Turk who writes Tip Junkie. And, um, she was one of the very first people, um, in my space that really monetized to, um, just to a whole nother level while I was, you know, making a hundred bucks here and there, you know, she was pulling in a full-time income, if not more. And, um, I, we were good friends and she, you know, would speak at blogging conferences and, um, and she was always nervous about speaking. So I would go with her and sit on the front, you know, row and cheer her on. And I would sit there and think she's not speaking to me. Like she's Lori. She's, you know, she's special. She, she has this, you know, this touch that I don't have. Like, you know, she can do that. She can say that because she is, you know, she's, um, you know, she's Lori. I could never be Lori. And um, about, I don't know, seven or eight months into, like, me kind of being her biggest groupie and not taking any of her advice, <laughs> she, she sat me down and was like, why aren't you doing this? <laughs> I'm like, because, you know, you're not, you know, you're Lori. Like, I, I'm Holly. I can't do this. And she was just like. She goes, who do you think I've been talking to this whole time? Um, and I, I think so much of the time we think we can't do something because of what we tell ourselves, but everybody around us is just baffled why it's not happening. And so, like, just taking action and just trying it, like, what's the harm in trying it? Like, there's no harm. Um, if you fail, you learn something. If you didn't fail, you're in a completely different situation than you were when you started. So um, I, I kind of like got over myself. And I think that's, I think a lot of times our biggest, you know, our biggest naysayer is ourselves and we've got to stop it. Like, like stop that internal tape. Absolutely. How do you get so much done in a day? Um, I get up really early (laughs) and, um, I do like, I have lists and I'm getting better every day about delegating, uh, like this is, I would never be able to do this without my team. And I have amassed really smart people that are really passionate about what they do. And I just need to step out of their way and let them run. So it's really at this point for me and my business about delegation. Are there any software programs or apps you use to increase or enhance your productivity? Yeah, so um, we, I mean, I run my entire company off of Google Drive. Uh, there, you know, every single spreadsheet or calendar or, or um, you know, kind of collaborative, um, you know, item that we might have is all in some sort of Google Drive with, with, you know, different permissions and sharing abilities. Um, and that has, that has been life-changing because um, now, you know, it, 
you know, for instance, the Facebook page, you know, is run from a, a spreadsheet in a Google Drive that about 12 people have access to and have light, line items on that calendar to schedule. And without that ability to, to lay that all out so that 12 people in totally different locations around the world can access, um, that's, that's been really, really helpful. Um, the other thing that, um, that we haven't really talked about, but I have, um, I have three boys. And they're God not bless you. Tech. I have three kids, yeah. but there's a boy and two girls. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, and that's one of the reasons for the kids' activities because, like, you got to keep them busy, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I have three boys, and um, they're 10, 13, and 15 now. Um, and so one of the one of the big things that has been an obstacle in like what I could never get a grasp on was their allowances and keeping up with that and keeping up with their chores and all that kind of stuff. So I use an app called iAllowance that does that all automatically. And it has been I've used it for now almost 10 years and it is amazing. That is really cool. iAllowance writing that one down. Yeah, what? I was going to say, I, I, you don't have any idea how freeing your life will be once that's taken off your plate. <laughs> I bet. What, um, how does, for someone who wants to, you talked about revenue, um, we talked about sponsored content, advertising, affiliate sales. What's an ambassadorship? So a lot of times a, a company will, um, you know, maybe it starts with a sponsored post or maybe it doesn't. Maybe they just, like, it's almost like a spokesperson or somebody that would represent that brand on multiple platforms. So, like, a few years ago, I was uh, an ambassador for Nintendo. And um, so a lot of times, like, we would get the, um, you know, three boys. So this was, this was like, maybe the cool mom at school is that we would get like the yeah the nintendo games ahead of time and then um you know when on the day of its release you know i would be coordinated with some of the other ambassadors for you know social media promotion and also like blog posts and that kind of stuff or sometimes it was as simple as like going to nintendo and you know you know being involved in a live event or um or giving them feedback too and that's another thing that's really fun about that is is often these companies want to hear from you as well um, because I am a mom. I am, you know, I live in Dallas, Texas. I, you know, have three kids. I am a decision maker for a lot of products in my home. And so a lot of times, you know, they just like to get that pulse too, is not only what my, my readers or my viewers or my fans might want, but also what I think as well. Absolutely. How would someone interested in reaching your market advertise with you? So they would just contact me. I also have an agent, um, and um, so you know, if it's a if it's a bigger program, then I send usually send it through them. Um, if it's just something small, they just email me, and um, I I send them on to whatever you know kind of um, part of my organization handles that um, directly. But you know, I take you know I take sponsorships as as you know low as you know three or four hundred dollars sometimes. Um, in, you know, for just, you know, a social media platform or something like that. And what I still find amazing today is that we're still on really the early days of what this looks like. And no two sponsor campaigns I've ever done have ever been the same or the, you know, or like there's nothing cookie cutter about what's happening on the internet right now. 
And that's a really, really fun place to be because it's such a creative process and you really, really get to kind of roll up your sleeves and, and, and work, work on what you think will work best. That is very true. Very awesome. For our listeners who are resonating with what you're saying and want to learn more, um, where are the best places to send them? Yeah, so um, hollyhomer.com is um, kind of my, like, hub for the – I do social media and blogging and work-from-home training, and so that's kind of where you can find me for those things. I have a Facebook page as well that's Holly Homer. And then um, if you're looking for fun things to do with your kids or or need some extra ideas, um, kidsactivitiesblog.com is just a really good place to go. There's lots and lots of stuff to do there. Awesome. Well, fascinating interview. Incredible story. Congratulations on your immense success. We greatly appreciate you sharing some time with us today. Oh, thank you so much. This was fun. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.